Hey, welcome back to the Real Talk Podcast. Well, great news. We're back with the Real Talk Podcast, our weekly edition, weekly supplement to the Revived Church Podcast, where we're, we're going to be recapping the message from this past Sunday and discussing a little bit more about how we can apply it to our daily lives. Before I get into that, though, please go find me on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Just search for my name, Stephen Kilgore, S-T-E-P-H-A-N. I love engaging our audience. I love to connect with people, and I love for you to like my stuff. I really, I just need that appreciation. Can I just be honest with you? No, I'm kidding. Hey, I got a special announcement, though, before I get into the podcast today. Uh, This is kind of a big thing for us. Starting next Wednesday, the Real Talk podcast will be merging with the Revive Church podcast on iTunes. I know what you're thinking. Oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Well, this is real simple. This is going to give you the opportunity to listen to both the Revive Church podcast and the Real Talk podcast all from one subscription. So if you haven't already subscribed to the Revive Church podcast, be sure to do that today. You can go to reviveyourworld.com. Or an even easier way to do this is download the Revive Church mobile app for your smartphone or tablet. If you go to the Google Play Store or the iTunes Store, search for Revive Church and you'll see it. It should pop up as Revive Church Arlington. That's how you'll know that you have the right one. In there, you'll be able to access all of our previous messages and the Real Talk podcast will show up. So every Monday morning, the Revive Church weekend message will be put up on our app and on iTunes. And then every Wednesday, the Real Talk podcast is going to be put up. And then also, another big thing that we've got going on this week is I would love for you to check out my blog online at stephenkilgore.com. I actually just put my very first post up, and I'm going to be writing through the week and through the month and through the year about all the things that my big, giant ADD brain contains. So that should really be entertaining, and hopefully it'll encourage you as well. All right, let's talk about last Sunday's message. We started a brand new learning series called The Starting Line, and the premise was this. The Christian life is a race, but many Christians, while they think they are in the race, they actually haven't even stepped over the starting line. And we gave three reasons why in the Christian life we refuse or we miss starting the race. Number one, we said we focus on the run and not the race. We focus on what we have to give up and what we have to sacrifice rather than what we gain in the race. Number two, we said we create our own race within the race. God never intended for us to create our own race in life. It's good to have goals. It's good to have ambition. But when those things pull away from the Christian life, that's when we know we've made a mistake. And number three, we said we forget about the finish line. The big thing to remember that is in this life, this life on earth is temporary. According to the Bible, it says that we one day will be in heaven and at the finish line, we're going to be able to see Jesus. And that's the goal right there. Let's get into some real talk about this message. If you go to my website, stephenkilgore.com, I wrote my very first blog post called Running Sucks. You know why running sucks for people like me? Because running requires my full attention. I have to really focus on my endurance if I want to run. I have to focus on my breathing. I have to focus on the sharp pain in my lower back and adjust my posture to stop it. I have to focus on my speed. I have to focus on my heart rate. All these things require my attention because they're important if I want to finish the run. 
And in the same way, the Christian life requires our attention, but it requires a deeper level of attention. It requires the attention of our soul. The Bible gives reference to our soul being made up of three functioning components, our mind, our will, and our emotions. And any race that we take on in life requires an element of our soul. If you choose to take on the race of getting out of debt, guess what? You have to use your mind to plan it out. You have to determine what action you will take. And even when you're stuck eating a tuna fish sandwich for lunch for the eighth consecutive day, you have to keep your emotions in check so you don't throw that sandwich across the room and hit somebody with it. Not saying that ever happened to me, but I'm just saying. If you choose to take on the race of losing weight or getting healthy, guess what? You have to use your mind to think through the habits you're going to have to stop or think through the habits you're going to have to form. You have to determine that you will go to the gym five times a week and not sit on a machine for 35 minutes at a time tweeting about how much you hate sweating. You have to keep your emotions at bay when the scale says you've only lost half a pound this week and you haven't had a freaking piece of chocolate cake in 17 days. Again, not saying that ever happened to me. Here's where the real danger comes in, though. And listen close. Remember from the message this past weekend at Revive, we said we're already in a race. It's a race called the Christian life. It's a race that God has already marked out for us. It's a race that requires the full focus of our mind, our will, and our emotions. And if we choose to run more than one race at a time, it means we have to impart pieces of our mind, pieces of our will, and pieces of our emotion into those other races. And the less that your soul is focused on the race that leads to Jesus, the less you want to run the race of the Christian life. Think about it. The more races you take on at once, the more scatterbrained you are. The less likely you are to follow through on decisions. The more emotional you get. So then the question becomes, how do I run these other races? How do I get out of debt? How do I lose weight? How do I fix my marriage? How do I raise my kids? How do I find a new job? How do I retire at 65 and a half, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera? The answer is real simple. You get back in the race that was started by Jesus. Hebrews 12 verses one through three says, therefore, since we're surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders us. Let us throw off the sin that so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance, the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and then sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. So consider Jesus, who endured such opposition from sinners so that you won't grow weary and you won't lose heart. Before you take on any major challenge in your life, you have to determine that your focus is going to stay on Jesus. Why do you want to get out of debt? Is it because you're tired of struggling financially? Is it because it's taking an emotional toll on you? Well, guess what? The process of getting out of debt is 10 times more work than getting into debt. So what if your focus was this instead? What if your focus was, I want to get out of debt 
so I can give irrationally into the vision that God has for my local church? What if your focus was, I want to bless people so I can open a conversation with them about how great Jesus is? Why do you want to lose weight? So you stop having heart attacks? So you can stop taking this particular medicine that costs so much? Well, guess what? Losing weight, changing your eating habits, getting healthy, it's a hundred times more work than eating Krispy Kreme and Taco Bell every day. So what if your focus was this? I want to have a full life well into my later years so that I can see God's purpose revealed through my life. What if your focus was, I want to spend as much time with my family as I possibly can so I can lead them and guide them to live a spiritually healthy life in relationship with Christ. Why do you want to fix your marriage? Is it because you're hoping that the fix will be your spouse will finally admit that they've been wrong this whole time? Is it because you can't afford alimony? Well, what if your focus was this? I want my marriage to be a reflection of the relationship that Jesus has with his church. What if your focus was, I want to be able to help others who are on the brink of a failed marriage and show them that reconciliation is possible when Christ is the focus of the relationship. See, when you put the focus back on Jesus, there's an incredible shift in the race. Instead of you creating your own race within the Christian race, where you're taking on the burdens of life, you're taking on extra weight, and your soul is worn thin because it's being torn apart into all these different areas, you're handing the burden back to Jesus because he already took your burdens on the cross. And you find yourself in only one race, the Christian race. When the decisions I make for my life have Jesus at the center, I no longer have a burden of what I have to do. Instead, I have peace about what Christ is doing in me. Here's something I would encourage you to pray over yourself every day. His wisdom is leading me into the right decision. His grace is empowering my will to take action. His peace is giving balance to my emotions, and my soul is at rest. Psalm 116.7 says, Return to your rest, my soul, for the Lord has been good to you. What race have you started that has become a burden? Shift your focus back onto Jesus. Why do you want to achieve this goal? What is this goal and why is this a goal? And how can that goal become more and more focused on Jesus? I hope this helps you and I hope that today you'll start making some decisions that will get you out of the race that God never intended for you to be a part of. Next Wednesday, we'll be back with another in-depth look of our weekend message from Revive Church. And remember, you can find it on the Revive Church podcast at reviveyourworld.com as we merge these two podcasts together. And better yet, just go and download the Revive Church app to your mobile device or smartphone. In the meantime, check out my blog at stephenkilgore.com. And while you're there, you'll also see links to my social media feeds. I hope you'll share those with others as well. Thank you again for listening. And remember, when it comes to Jesus in our lives, we should never be afraid of some real talk.